Hello, I'm Jenny Lynch and welcome to the Creative Science Podcast. Hi, I'm Matilda and today's show is all about the force of friction. We will be exploring the freaky force of friction with lots of fascinating science facts, a deep dive into road safety, an exploration of sticky gecko feet, some history of the science of friction and a friction-filled game to try yourself at home. Force yourself to focus your attention because here come five fun and fascinating fast facts about the freaky force of friction. Fact number one. When two things rub together, a force called friction is created. Friction is called a contact force because it happens when two things are touching each other. Fact number two. The force of friction tends to slow down movement. If you rub your hands together, friction acts against the movement and you have to fight the force of friction to move your hands. Fact number three. The force of friction generates heat energy. When you rub your hands together, you can probably feel them getting warmer. Friction causes moving energy to turn into heat energy. That's great if you want to warm up your hands. It's not so great in other situations. Fact number four. Friction can slow things down and cause energy to be lost from a system. Everything that has moving parts has friction between the moving parts. If you push a toy car to make it race across the floor, it will eventually come to a stop because of friction. There is friction between the wheels and the floor and friction where the wheels spin on the axles. The friction force turns moving energy into heat energy, which causes the car to slow down. Fact number five. Lubricants like grease or oil reduce friction to keep things moving. In a car, grease and oil are used to reduce friction to help the wheels spin freely and to keep the moving parts of the engine sliding past each other and to reduce the amount of heat energy that is lost due to friction. Let's take a deep dive into friction and road safety. Reducing friction can keep things moving in a car engine, but friction is very important for slowing things down. When a driver slams their foot on the brake pedal, the friction force between the brakes and the wheels slows down the car until it stops and the brakes can get very hot. There's also friction between the car tires and the road. To get a car moving, the engine forces the wheels to turn and the tires push against the road. Without friction between the tires and the road, the tires might spin around in one place, but the car won't move forwards. When a road is dry, there's a lot of friction between the car tires and the road. However, if it's been raining and there's a lot of water on the road, there is less friction between the tires and the road. The water acts like a lubricant and reduces the friction force between the tyres and the road. This makes it more dangerous to turn corners or brake suddenly because the tyres will tend to lose their grip. So take it easy out there on the roads if it's been raining. Racing cars have wide, flat tyres that maximise the contact with the track and increase friction for fast acceleration, braking and turning. If it rains, these tyres can skim across the top of the water on the road, making it almost impossible to accelerate, steer or stop the car. So there are specially designed wet tyres that are covered in grooves to channel the water away from the tyres. This allows the tyres to contact the road while lots of the water sprays out to the sides and to the back of the car. You can find similar grooves in ordinary car tyres. They make driving in the rain a lot safer. Now it's time for a question. How do animals climb up walls without falling down? To climb up a wall, an animal has to fight the force of gravity, which is trying to pull it down, and it fights the force of gravity using the force of friction. One animal that has a lot of friction in its feet is the gecko. 
A gecko is a type of lizard and some geckos have amazingly sticky feet to help them climb. Tiny structures in their feet make their feet sticky without being wet. When scientists take a very close look at sticky gecko feet, they can see tiny hairs. The hairs have even smaller hairs on them and these smaller hairs are a type of nanostructure. These incredibly small structures can interact with a surface and a force of attraction is what allows the gecko to stick onto the surface. The gecko sticks on with enough friction force to stop it falling, but the gecko can also peel its foot off the wall with no problem at all. Friction when you need it and no friction when you don't. You might have something similar at home or in your classroom. I don't mean you have a pet lizard, although maybe you do, I don't know. I'm thinking of sticky notes. You know the small colourful pieces of paper that you can stick onto something and then peel off later? Sticky notes have an adhesive that is sticky enough to stick without being wet and it can be easily peeled off a surface. Maybe you could make your own sticky gecko out of paper and use sticky notes as its feet. How do we know what we know about friction? People experience friction forces all the time, but it was Leonardo da Vinci who was one of the first scientists to study friction and take notes on his ideas. That was over 500 years ago. These days, scientists are still studying friction to understand more about the microscopic and atomic level forces that are behind the force of friction. Understanding the force of friction is very important in engineering as most machines work with lots of moving parts. Anywhere that two surfaces rub together, there is a friction force. There can be sliding friction when two surfaces slide across each other or rolling friction when a round surface rolls over a flat surface. There is even static friction, which happens when nothing is moving at all. Think of a small child sitting at the top of a slippery dip. If there is too much static friction, the child won't move down the slide. If they get a little push and start to move, the sliding friction might be less than the static friction, so they can slip down the slippery dip under the force of gravity. How can an engineer reduce the amount of friction in a machine to keep things moving? One way to keep wheels turning smoothly is to use bearings. A bearing is made up of lots of small metal balls called ball bearings held in place around an axle. The ball bearings are covered in grease or oil so they are well lubricated and roll easily with low friction. Placing a bearing at the centre of a wheel allows the wheel to spin more freely compared to a wheel that is turning directly on an axle. Have you ever played with a fidget spinner? A good quality fidget spinner will have a low friction bearing in the centre. This allows the fidget spinner to keep spinning for a long time. Other places you might find bearings are in the wheels of roller skates and skateboards and bicycles. So the next time you get your skates on or hop on a bike, make the most of those free spinning wheels thanks to low friction bearings. Another word for friction is grip. Grip is very important in the game of tug of war. This is when two teams pull on opposite ends of a rope to see which team is the strongest. What would happen to a game of tug of war if you took away the friction? You can test this out yourself. Of course, you should tell an adult what you are doing and make sure you get their permission first. You'll need between one and three friends to play tug of war in teams of one or two players. A piece of rope, about three metres long, plastic coated clothesline cord works really well and some liquid hand soap. To play tug of war, the two teams hold onto the rope and pull as hard as they can. The first team to pull their end of the rope past a certain point wins the game. Play a few games of tug of war to decide the winning team. For example, you might play the best out of three or five games. 
Now it's time to use the liquid hand soap. Ask the winning team to cover their hands in liquid hand soap and then play another game of tug of war. Who's the winning team this time? In a game of tug of war, each team is applying a pulling force to the rope. This force is also called tension, but the tension force can only be applied to the rope if the players have enough grip. The force of friction between the player's hands and the rope is key to winning the game. The liquid hand soap acts as a lubricant and takes away most of the friction from the winning team's hands. Even if they had enough strength to be the winners before, without the force of friction, they soon become the losers. After all that tension, it's time for us to go. Thanks for listening and remember to stay curious. The Creative Science Podcast was recorded on the traditional lands of the Bidjigal people. For more information about Creative Science Australia, visit creativescience.com.au.